Boom! I'm here. It's working. You're actually hearing me on this podcast. Sometimes you don't, because for the most part, I have tons of technical difficulties. I have Wi-Fi issues. I have cell phone issues. I just straight up have equipment issues all the time. But I can assure you that the podcast is working and it's being recorded and it's being brought to you for free. My podcast is sponsorless. Nobody wants to sponsor my crap. I don't blame them. It's it's garbage probably anyways. No big deal. It's more of an outlet for me to come and bitch and moan and complain about my spilt milk. On today's podcast, ice cold water is the only water that matters. Is it okay to eat a slice of pizza out of a box? You just bought a box. You just bought a whole pizza. Is it okay to eat a slice on the ride home? Spilt milk. I got to drive my mother-in-law to the airport, to, airport tomorrow. Also tomorrow, drive-by graduation. New business idea. Box Springwood or Box Springswood. Fauci, Fucci, Fauci, I'm going to go with. Fauci says, most likely no football. Most likely no NFL unless. And Mission on the Bay drama in Swampscott and how it ties into the cancel culture police that we have to deal with. You can't say anything anymore. Everything you do, everything you do is a problem. Being white is a problem. If you're white, you're going to get canceled. We are being canceled. White 42-year-old men that are bald with beards and glasses are being canceled all around America. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get to that, let's talk about some delicious, delicious ice cold water. Mm. Oh, that's good. Earlier today, I posted on my Facebook and we had a nice lively debate on whether or not ice cold water is the only water that matters. Clearly it is. Room temperature water is the most disgusting room temperature beverages. Let, let's let's get that clear. Room temperature beverages, and I'm talking about water here for now, are gross. They don't taste good. I'm telling you, if I was in the desert, in the middle of the desert, and I was there for months, and I had no water, and I was parched, and my everything was dry, bro... I still wouldn't want room temperature water. It's disgusting. The only way to drink water is ice cold. Personally, I prefer to have my water in the freezer. I like to freeze it, like make it Antifa freezing, you know, so hard that you could chuck it at a cop. Not that I would really, I'm just kidding. I like this, see right here? For those of you that don't know, I'm live streaming so my live stream people can see this. I have an, there's a, there's a solid block of ice in this plastic cup and I like it to melt. So it's always nice and cold. But what I really like to do, I put it in the freezer and get it just cold enough. So there's a, you can crack it, right? And then there's ice flakes or ice particles or whatever you, ice crystals all in the drink. It's nice and cold. It's delicious. Then you can put it in the freezer, but room temperature water, I'm all set. Honestly, My brother Mike the other day, 
So my brother Mike asked me for one of those favors, you know, the ones that don't take 10 minutes. So I went to his house and then he offers me a water. He says, hey, would you like a water? And I looked at him and I said, is it cold or is it room temperature? And he goes, it's room temperature. And I said, no, God, get that crap out of here. That's like, that's insulting. That's, I just came here to do a favor for you. Uh, it's not a favor, it's work. I just came here to, to pick up trash at your house and you insult me with a room temperature water? Let me be clear, people. If you are going to give water to someone or a beverage to someone and you give, and it, dude, it's 90 degrees today. 90. Hot. Scorcher. I'm boiling. And you pass me a room temp water? I'm going to pour it out right in front of you. I'm going to open it and I'm going to dump it. But, but, but what are you doing? Why, why are you dumping that? I'm be like, bro, this is how I feel about your crappy ass room temperature water while I just busted my balls loading my truck with, with your debris and your garbage and your nasty ass sheets and all that disgusting stuff you're throwing out. Here, water your plants, bro. Water your plants. Even grass doesn't want fucking room temperature water. Nobody wants room temperature water. I know people that drink room temperature water. I, I, it blows my mind. I don't understand it. How is that refreshing? It's, it's right up there with beer. You cannot drink a beer that is room temperature. It's gross. Beer must be absolutely ice cold. I put my beers, and I don't even drink beer anymore, but when I did, I put my beers in the freezer. I want my beers to be so cold. As soon as it hits, glug. If it's not, if it's warm, it's disgusting. Disgusting. Gotta be ice cold. So that's one debate we're having. Now you know where I stand. I want cheese pizza with ice cold water. Thank you. Or whatever I am drinking... Most likely water, ice cold. No one likes anything warm. Not a, I, bud. I don't like coffee, and but if I did, I'd want iced coffee. I don't drink tea, but if I did, I'd drink iced tea. I honestly, it baffles me. I don't know how anybody can drink something that's room temperature. Right, listen, someone just asked me a question about Revere water. When I first moved <clears throat> to Revere. I, I used to be against buying bottled water, but then I started drinking water more and I could taste the difference. So when I first moved to Revere, I was like, yeah, I'm not buying water. I made Kool-Aid out of the Revere water. I, you could tell the difference. It was disgusting. You could, oh, it was gross. Even cold. I was like, oh, you know what? It's not cold. And I put it in the freezer till it got nice and cold and had little ice crystals in it. Disgusting. I don't recommend drinking Revere water whatsoever. Ice cold, everything. Yep, ice cold, Coca-Cola. Anything you're drinking needs to be ice cold or it needs to be dumped out. Now, I, I say this. If you bring me a warm beverage, you clearly don't like me because it's a dickhead move. It's a scumbag move. When I'm working hard at your house, loading stuff into the truck and you come out and you say, hey, would you like a water? My reply is, is it room temperature or is it cold? Well, it's, it's room temp. Bro, no. Thank you for your insulting offer of piss warm water while I'm working my nuts off. Really appreciate it. No, thank you. Now you come out and you say, would you like a beverage? What do you got? I got water. Oh, great. Is it ice cold water? Did you just put it in the fridge? Because if you just put it in, not good enough. 
Has it been in the freezer? Great. I'll take it. Otherwise, no thank you. No thank you to room temperature water. Here, I'll make this clear and plain and simple. If you see me, if you do business with me, if you have me over to your house, please make sure the water is ice cold for me. That is my preference. I, I, I choose not to ask. Typically, I just say, nah, I'm good because I don't want to offend people and be like, bro, I don't want your warm water. It needs to be ice cold. So if I'm coming over, you've invited me, or maybe I'm going to something, or I'm hosting an event for you, or I'm picking up trash. I mean, I don't even care if it's a charity event, dude. I, whatever. I do a ton of charity events. I'll be, I'll even be a scumbag at that. Hey, yeah, I, I'm here working for free for your charity. The least you could do is get me ice cold water. Ice cold water. That's the least you can do. My throat, it's parched. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. I'm doing passionate stuff. I, I, I'm doing the worst thing ever, right? The worst thing that you could possibly do at a charity event is a raffle. They take all day long and no one ever does them right. I've hosted at least a thousand charity events in my day. At least. Bro, at least. And every event that I host... I ask, are you guys doing a raffle? Yes. I go, great. Let's start it right now. Start it immediately. Well, everybody, no one's here yet. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're going to be here till three in the morning doing raffles. It takes forever. It's, oh, let's start it at like 11 to give everybody a chance to buy tickets. Bro, you got 350,000 raffle items. You got a $10 gift card to McDonald's. 50 of them, a $20 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts, 10 hundred of them. You've, you, like, literally, right, right down the line, I'd say that. All right, uh, number 5679510, gift card to McDonald's. Oh, not here. Let's pull another one. 5569510, bro, it takes forever. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been to a charity event, stay. And they have a raffle. Beg the people. Start it immediately. Immediately start the raffles so that the raffles are done by the time the event is done. And you're not there while you're cleaning up and the music is stopped. And you've got like 100 people just sitting there waiting for you to burn through the 5,000 raffles. Just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, man. Iceberg bottled water, man. Sounds like a good plan. Someone just said that. For those of you who don't know... Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6.30. I do my podcast, Spazzing Out. I do it live on Facebook, usually live on TikTok. I got bounced off of TikTok. I believe today is my last day for being suspended on TikTok. We are currently talking about ice cold water is the only water that matters. And if you give me any other type of water when I come to your house, if it is not ice cold, I know you don't like me and you are a dick. And now you know. Now you know, when I come to your crib, when I come to your abode, I expect ice cold water. Or whatever you're giving me, ice cold. And to be clear, I want more ice than I want beverage. I want ice, if, if you're putting it in a cup, I want ice from the bottom of the cup all the way to the top of the cup. Because everybody knows, when you half-ass the ice, then you pour the fluid in it, Ice all floats to the top, and the water at the top is getting nice and cold, but the water down bottom still piss warm. I want the entire cup full with 
ice cubes to the top, over the top, booming, so that when you pour the water in, the cubes pop out. Same thing with my alcoholic beverages. Ice cold alcoholic beverages, a lot of ice. You guys should know this shit by now. Here's, you guys got my preference. When I come to your house, cheese pizza, ice, lots of ice, in a cup, all the way to the rim, hardly any water, lots of ice, alcoholic beverage, lots of alcohol, lots of ice, splash of mixer. If I cannot taste the alcohol in the drink, you did it wrong. And if there's just a little bit of ice in it, you did it wrong. I want a ton of ice. I want my drink to be cold the entire time. And then when I'm done, I want to suck on ice cubes. I like suck. I want to suck the alcohol off of each individual ice cube. As well as water. So I fairly think that I'm a fairly simple dude. When I get to your place, here, this is, this is straight up. I come over to your house. Don't talk to me. That's the first thing. You all know I don't want to be talked to. Don't bother me. Don't look at me. Don't ask me how I'm doing because you don't care how I'm doing. So I come over. You go, oh, look. Spaz came over to hang out at the barbecue. Wave, bro. Uh, what's up? Done. <whistles> Conversation over. Come over with a slice of cheese or a burger. And if you're bringing me a burger, it's cold cheese on a warm, warm on a cooked burger. Do not toast the bun. I want cold ketchup. Cold mustard, cold drink. Bye. See ya. Don't talk to me for the rest of the night. I have nothing in common with you. I don't want to have any conversations about shit. See? I'm a pretty simple dude. Pretty simple. We got the basics covered. Ice cold water. Cheese pizza. Simple guy. Don't talk to me. How hot is that? Is that so tough for a man to ask? Next thing. All right, we're moving on from um, ice cold water. Got to have it. Got to have the ice cold water. If you if listen, if you're not drinking ice cold water, you're a mutant. Only mutants drink room temperature water. Don't be a fat. Next thing, yesterday, my wife, kindly enough, bought cheese pizza. I I was bitching and complaining that I I, I work my ass off and my money doesn't get used towards the things I want. It gets used towards things everybody else wants. For example, we were, I was complaining about Chinese food. I was like, well, I don't want to pay for Chinese food. I don't want Chinese food, so why should I have to pay for it? If you would like to get Chinese food, you pay for it. I'll eat some of it. I don't really want it, but if that's what we're having for dinner, that's what we're having for dinner, but I'm not paying for it because it's not my food of choice. She called and said, hey, I'm going to get pizza. Great. Pizza, where are you getting it from? I hope Papa Gino's, but it was uh, Pizza Regina, Regina, whatever it is which is a very good pizza. It's in my top five. I was fantastic. Great. Fantastic. I offered straight up, hon, I'll pay for it. You're getting cheese pizza? Daddy's paying. Let me get a 20. Let me pull a, a dusty ass 20 out of my wallet, hun, and I'll take care of the cheese pizza. I got you. I'll work my ass off for cheese. So she comes home and opens up the box you know, I need to be the first, but these are the rules in my house. Cheese pizza's coming. I'm the first to open up the box. I get the pizza steam. You know when you open up a, a nice, fresh box of pizza? It just got delivered. It hasn't been opened since the pizza been put in. You open it. Your glasses get a little fog. The pizza steam rises. Smells good. The pizza's not hot 
It's not like burning hot, but it's nice and warm. And the cheese hasn't coagulated yet. You know what I mean? So the pizza's not stuck together again. You could still pull the slices off. That's why you keep it shut. I, she alerts me that the pizza's there. I go upstairs ready. I prepare myself for the steam. You know, I prepared myself for it. I, I actually, I took my shirt off as a matter of fact, because it was already hot. So I was prepared to open up the box and take in all the steam and the delicious smell of a nice cheese pizza from one of the best pizza places in all of Boston. I open up the box, two slices missing, two slices gone. Two slices have been missing, and the rest of the slices, two, four slices, no, right? If two are gone, there are six left. So, the two slices gone from either end of the pie, from either end, you remember Trivia Pursuit? It looked like a Trivia Pursuit uh, thing with a couple of missing uh, triangles, and the other three slices are now connected to make one slice because the cheese has solidified because the box wasn't kept shut to keep the heat inside. This cheese pizza had been exposed. It's contaminated now. It's it's now considered leftover pizza, day-old pizza in my eyes. Complete frustration, not to mention that one of the three slices had shifted and the cheese had slid off because now you don't have an even playing field. When you're driving, if all slices are still there, the pizza doesn't slide. And the steam doesn't get lost. So anyways, I, I say to Kaylee, I was like, right, what's up? I did. You had a slice on the ride? She's like, yeah, of course I had a slice. It was a long ride. I'm like, you, don't, you can't have a slice. You cannot have a slice. You cannot. If you're picking up pizza for somebody, you cannot eat a slice on the ride home. You cannot. Let me let me be clear on this. I'm about as pissed off about this as I might get about someone uh, spray painting a statue, a historical statue. You cannot eat a slice of the pizza on the ride home. It is a violation of everything. Cheese pizza. A vi- it's but it's almost un- you're a fucking terrorist. Plain and simple. Do not eat a slice of the pizza. You first off, you don't cover. The, this is what happens, right? You get into the car, you pop the lid, the steam gone. You've taken away my ability, my dream of huffing in the pizza steam that comes up from it. Gone. Second of all, you don't shut the box. You try to, you're driving, you start yanking at the slice, you fuck up the other slices while you're yanking it, you finally get the slice. And then you never shut the box again. The box remains open. The cheese starts to solidify. You no longer have slices. You have hunks of pizza. You have to recut the pizza with the knife. You have completely messed up a perfectly good, delicious pizza because you couldn't wait five minutes to get home. It is a major violation. You, bro... I don't even do it if I pick up the pizza. If the pizza's for me, I wait. If I just got a pizza, I showed up. It's like, yo, what's up, Bianchi's? Cheese pizza. I'll be over there to pick that up. I go, I pick it up. Second, I'm like, boom. Guy gives it to me. I'm like, yo, has that box been shut the whole time? Whole time shut. Pizza went in. Shut. I, I would even say it on the order. Yeah. Hey, can I get a cheese pizza? And do me a favor. Once the pie gets in the box, do not open the box again. 
again. And the box will not be open. It's like Christmas. You get home with the pizza. It's still warm. You pop it open. You get your face nice and close to glasses. You can feel it. All the nice, delicious aroma and the cheese, right? This is very important to me. Before the cheese solidifies, separate them. If it's your pizza, if other people are going to eat, that's fucked up. Don't touch other slices of pizza if you're not eating them all. This is just if it's pizza for you. If you got a pizza and other people are going to eat it, bro, don't touch the other slices. If you do, you're a scumbag. You touch it, you're eating it. Plain and simple. You touch the other slices and you don't eat it, are you going to wear it? That's, that's it. That's what my father would say. If you don't eat it, you wear it. So if you touch it, it's yours, and you don't eat it, you wear it. Now, if the pizza's all for me, boom. I get it home, open it up, nice little ceremony of steam. Then I separate the pizzas. I separate the slices so that there's no issue or no cheese sticking to one or to the other. You know what I'm talking about? You take out a slice, and it rips all the cheese off of another slice? I'll kill you. I'll kill you if you do that to my pizza. I, there's nothing more infuriating to me than when somebody takes a slice of cheese and takes all the cheese off of another piece. Here's the rule, bro. You take that slice out and you ripped off the other cheese, take the two, take the two that are next to it that you fucked up and take them, you take them too. They're yours now. You don't leave, you know, the end, the end, like the end of the pie is missing the cheese. Bro, that's yours. Take it. Take it now. Bye. And if I see you do that and you don't take it, I'm going to wait. I'm going to chill. I'm going to hover over the pizza. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to eat another slice. I'm going to wait for you to come back. And when you come back and you try to go get a full slice of cheese with cheese all from head to toe, I'm going to go, nope, nope, that's yours. Right there, earlier, you took the middle slice and it took the cheese off the top of the other two. Those are yours. Oh, but there's no cheese on it. There was cheese on it, bro. You took it with your other slice. Now you got to eat the ones without the cheese. And the only way you avoid that is by separating the slices. So if you're going to eat a pizza to your dome, which is what I do, separate all the slices. You'll never have a problem with the cheese. None. Ever, 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 man. Telling you, if you if you don't open the box until you get home, you'll be able to separate the slices. You're good. Now, if you're sharing the pizza with other people, which I highly, highly do not recommend. I do not recommend sharing pizza with other people. If you are going to get a pizza and there's two of you, just don't be a cheap prick. Get two cheeses. Have, tell him, bro, that's your cheese. You want to mess that cheese up? You want to rip the cheese off the other pizzas? Go ahead. I would much rather pay for an entire cheese pizza to my dome and eat one good slice than eat a fucked up slice from your pizza. I'll throw the rest. Well, actually, I wouldn't throw it out, bro. I eat it, man. I eat the whole thing. Anyways, we're, we're off topic. What we're talking about here is should you open the box, you should never, ever, 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 ever eat a slice of the cheese on the way home. Bro, if you're hungry enough and you don't have enough self-control that you can't open the box, order a slice. That's the simple solution. I say it all the time. Hey, you going to pick up pizza? Yep. All right. Don't don't eat it from the box. If you're that hungry, order a slice for the road. If you need it, order a slice for the road. Do not expose and contaminate and let the... This, it's all about the heat that comes off of it. You open it, it's like a plume 
the, the delicious plume comes up. Poof. Your glasses get a little foggy. You can smell it. It's fresh. No, my wife brings home. Open. I open up the box and I'm like, oh, great. Oh, it, it, literally, it, it's like the cheese has become hot as Lando Lakes cheese. You could slice it because the box was open the whole time. And then they try to lie. Oh, no, I had the box shot. I, I'm, a I'm a professional. I'm a connoisseur of cheese. I'm a salvonier. Salvonier, is that how you say it? I'm a salvonier of pizza. Don't tell me. I know. I know everything about the best way to keep... Bro, I worked at Papa Gino's for years. Well, yeah, two years. Whatever. In high school. Ever since then, I've had an affection for pizza. Four cheese pizza. I know how to make it. I know when it tastes the best. The best temperature. The best everything. Don't try to fool me on cheese pizza. Don't try to act like, oh, I, I snagged a slice. I knew right away. I popped that thing open. I, my, my cheese... My slice count is instant. Boom. Thing goes open. I, I start seeing numbers. I'm like, blah, 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 six slices. You had two of them. Poof. I know instantly. And I also know when you cut a slice in half. Because that shit's crazy in my house. People cut slices of cheese in half. Because they're like, oh, you know, there's like one or two left. And Anthony's probably going to eat them. And then they cut it in half. And I know right away. I'm like, oh, that, that, that ain't. Eat the other half. Don't cut it. Who cuts pizza? Who slices a slice of pizza in half? Eat the other half. Eat it. Eat it. Your greasy ass fingers touched it. Eat it. So those are my rules. Do not violate the sanctity of pizza. And listen, I'm all for cheese pizza and cheese pizza only. But this goes for all types of pizza. All types of pizza. If you're ordering pizza and you're the one picking it up, you deserve a punch in the face if you eat a slice of that pizza before it gets home. You violated everybody else waiting for it. You've ruined everybody else's chance to have a decent slice of warm pizza before it gets home. The cheese is now changed. That Whatever you put on it is, is now room temperature, which is okay. I like room temperature pizza, but I don't, want, I don't want it like that right off the bat. That's tomorrow. I get that tomorrow. I don't want the tomorrow pizza today. I get, hear me out when I say that. I do not want the tomorrow pizza today. Today, I want the today pizza. And tomorrow, I will eat the tomorrow pizza. Don't bring me home tomorrow pizza when I bought it and purchased it today. Don't eat a slice. Wait till you get home. Man, I gobbled up like a half hour of the podcast talking about ice water and cheese pizza. So many other things that we need to cover on the program. But these things are just so important to life. They're life skills. We all need to know. We all need to know that it is just un-American to eat a slice of cheese on the way home. You can't touch someone's pizza or your own pizza. You must wait till you get home. Please, for the love of God. All right, let's move on from that. Um, what are we going to... Box Springs. What do you guys... A little side note. Let's see what you guys like better. Um, I'm, I'm, take Junk. I own a junk removal company. With my company, we remove mattresses. And I have, for the past, I don't know, year or so, been obsessed with trying to figure out a way to recycle mattresses and keep them out of out of landfills. And I've been learning on how, how to do it. Recently, I've been thinking about doing something called box spring wood. I don't I just don't know what I like better. 
Is it box spring wood or box springs wood? Box spring wood or box springs wood? Basically what that is, most box springs have wood in them and it's clean, dry wood and it burns really good. It's, it's actually probably good to use as a king, kingling, kindling to get a fire started. But if you go to my Facebook page or you check out my TikTok or my Instagram, I posted a video of some of the wood that I cut up and I want to start taking the box springs and I want to dismantle them and take the wood out of them, take the metal to the scrap, yeah, take the wood out of them, cut it up and I want to, I don't know, I'll, I'll tie it up or something like that or put it in a bag and on the bag it'll say box springs wood or box spring wood. I just don't know what I like better. Is it box springs wood or box spring wood? And it burns great. I tested it out the other day. I went over the, the, the two moms' houses, the, the, the neighbors of the two moms. I went to the two moms. I brought over the wood. They thought I bought them some wood, put it in the fire. I waited. It burned. It burned high and hot. It was great. And then I told them, I said, hey, well, that was box springs wood. Box springs wood. Recycling box springs, turning them into firewood for people all across America. I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure out if it's cost effective or if it's just something that I like to do so that I could keep box springs out of landfills. What do you guys think? What, what should the name be? Should it be box spring wood or box springs wood? You guys will keep that conversation going. Also, would you buy something like that? That's the next thing. Knowing that it was a box spring, but knowing also that it's an equal friendly type of wood that it kept it out of, a, you know, if you're one of those green people, is that something you would buy? If I bagged it up and I boxed it up or however way, however it was, would you buy it if you saw it at a store? You guys decide. All right, I got two interesting stories that I really want to talk about, but um, you know what? Uh, Missy Annie is my mother-in-law. She's going to be going away for a couple of weeks or two or three weeks. Tomorrow morning, uh, typically... <laughs> typically I would be upset. I am actually bummed that she's leaving. I love her. She's so good with the kids. Um, she loves my son and she loves Presley. And honestly, it, it's, I'm the worst dad on the planet. I'm just a terrible father. I am garbage when it comes to being a dad. And I'm lucky that I have Miss Annie here to do all the, uh, you know, do a lot of stuff with the kids and take the kids off my hands because, you know, dad is just a bum. Dad wants to, he works all day, wants to cut up box spring wood and come down and do his podcast. So I'm bummed out that she's leaving. But it, it got me to a, uh, to thinking about rides to the airport. I live about 10, 10 minutes from the airport. It's not, it's not a far drive. I typically, if I go to the airport, I take, I, t I take an Uber or I take a cab. It depends. I, uh, recently, I guess, I haven't flown in about a year. But when I do go, I, I usually just take an Uber. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that... The, the, there's two sides, okay? When you when you get, when you need a ride to the airport, there, there's a line. There is a clear line with people. You either you're either someone needs to drive you to the airport type of person, or you're I don't want to bother anybody, and I will take a cab to the airport type of person. Airport rides, they're not favors. They're a pain in the ass. Someone's gonna wake up mad early to drive you, or someone's got to go in the middle of rush hour, and I don't know if you've ever tried to get to Logan Airport, right now it's easy because it's coronavirus, but if you've ever tried to get to Logan Airport around 5 or 6.30 at night, you better leave at 12 in the afternoon if you want to get there in time, 
So I am a, I will take a cab or the train type of person. I don't like to put people out. I don't like to ask for favors. Typically, I, I, I hate that kind of shit. I just do. So that's just something that it's a, it's a preference. I'm kind of curious. Drop off at Wonderland is right. Blue line all day long. It's one of those where someone says, you know, hey, you know, Miss Andy's like, oh, can you drop me off at the airport tomorrow at 5 a.m.? And I'm like, ah, of course I'll do it. I love her. I, I want to help. Of course. But in my head, I'm like, ah, ah, I know I'm up, but like, you can't take a cab? Well, you can't take an Uber? Like, I, I, that's a, ah, I'm going to drive her. But I'm just saying, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it's, some people think it's like a respect thing. You know, like when Kaylee's dad comes, when he flies in, he's like, yeah, you're picking me up. He'll call me right up. And they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking a cab. You're fucking picking me up. He's straight up like, yeah, you think you're going to make me take a cab? Like, I'm so... He, he's offended by it. If I don't pick Stevie up at the airport, dude, he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, bum. That's that's how that works. I won't be like that. When I go fly to see my kids, I ain't even going to tell them I'm coming. I'm just going to show up and be like, what's up? Dad's here. There's some of that ice cold water. So... Wow, a whole 10 minutes. Wow, someone just said, wow, a whole 10 minutes out of my way. It's never 10 minutes. Yeah, let me explain to you how, how it's not 10 minutes. First off, I need to get up. No, I normally wake up probably, and, and but when I say wake up, I'm up. I'm normally up about 4.45, but I'm in bed. I'm not moving. I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm trying to think about the day, or I'm just trying to wake up. First off, I need two hours before I can be bothered. So first off, I'm already aggravated because I'm going to be bothered within my two-hour time limit. Second off, I lose my 15 minutes hanging out in the bed just chilling. I got to bounce up and get out to a hassle. Second of all, it ain't, bro, it ain't 10 minutes. You drive to the airport takes 10 minutes. You leave the airport 10 minutes. Now it is 20 minutes, not 10, 20 minutes, and your entire day before 5.30 is already fucked up because you had to talk to someone and... And you did not get your chill time in the morning. I love my morning chill time. I love my ride to work where I get to chill, think, decompress, and try to think about how I'm going to kill the day. It's insane. All right. Drive-by graduation happening tomorrow. I got the drive-by graduation. That's that's what's happening now. It's kind of aggravating to me. That kids that are not graduating high school are having graduations. Um, I offended a lot of people a few months ago when I did, when I said that graduations were garbage. It, you're graduating high school, whipty ding, wow, awesome for you, high five, like it's some accomplishment that you're doing something you're supposed to be doing. Pissed a lot of people off. Fine, I have uh, the uh, cancel culture police win. I've I've conformed and said, hey, you know, it is a big. Awesome accomplishment that you graduated high school. High five. Canceled culture police. You have won. God forbid. Why does everybody else have to have a graduation? My daughter is having a graduation, a drive-by graduation for graduating preschool, which she only went to preschool for half the year. And not to mention that the preschool was paid for like $7,000. They kept the money. So they went to school for half the year, paid $7,000 for it. I didn't. Stevie did. 
They kept the money, no refund, and now they want they want to fuck up my day. I'm like, I gotta work. You want me to go to a drive-by graduation? Literally, for two seconds. It's like literally, I hop in the car, I drive up, they give the participation trophy. You know the trophy that they give you to make you feel good about yourself, like you're actually worth something when you're not because you didn't earn shit. You didn't get anything from it. You know, the, the same trophy that when some, you know, teenage girl the other day said to me, he's like, oh, of course you wouldn't like a participation trophy. You wouldn't like something that would make you feel good about yourself. And I'm like, no, actually, I feel good when I win. I feel good when I'm successful. I feel good when I work hard and I gave it my all. And maybe I didn't win, but I still feel good to myself. And I don't need some participation trophy to tell me I did good. I don't need a drive-by graduation in the middle of my workday to go by and smack my my daughter on the ass and be like, oh, hey, great job. You showed up every day because I dropped you off. You were here because I dropped you off. You didn't walk here. You didn't ride your bike here. You got your ass plopped off here. They're giving you a graduation plaque for sitting there and them dealing with you. Garbage. So anyways, now my whole day is effed up. I have a job in the morning. So this is how my day looks like. Take chunk. Going to get up. I'm going to go dump, uh, not dump the truck. I'm going to get up, uh, go to the yard, get the truck, go to Lynn, Massachusetts, do a job in Lynn. Then from Lynn, I'm going to, I'm going to drive over to Montessori. I'm going to hop out of my truck, hop into my wife's Cadillac. I'm going to hop in the caddy. We're going to go for the drive-by graduation. Drive. There are other drive-bys in Revere, but this one happens to be a graduation. I'm going to drive by the drive-by graduation so that we can high-five my daughter for something that she barely participated in. Literally. I understand that they're they're giving... They're, she's having a graduation for something that I, that I did 90% of. I dropped you off every day, therefore you were there. You did nothing while you were there. You probably don't even remember. You'll never remember. And you're supposed to make it to the next grade. But I guess I have to high-five you and call on your ass and be like, oh, this is great. You did so good. You showed up every day, but yeah, but I dropped you off every day. So that was kind of, I took, I took care of the hot pot and then you sat here all day long and you did color within the lines. Let me give you a high-five. It's no accomplishment. It's called growing up. It's called becoming uh, a child and then going from a child to being a teenager. I don't see any need for it other than to fuck up my day tomorrow. So, I have to drive by and I have to go. I I gotta go. As my wife said, uh, those that stray, pay. Those were her words. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to this fucking graduation thing tomorrow. She's like, that's your daughter. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. It's great. It's literally, she's graduating preschool. And then she said, oh, you don't want to go? Those that stray, pay. So I will go and I'm going to get in the caddy. We're going to drive by. I'm going to pretend like I give a shit as I pass off the $112 gift that my wife bought for this lady. And as she's trying to pull it out of my hands, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to say, yeah, fucking, I got the receipt for this still, bitch. I can't believe I'm giving you a gift for $112 for you doing your job. You did your job. Here's a gift. No one gives me a gift. Where's my gift? I do my job every day. As a matter of fact, all my trucks are down. My trucks are blown. And I still did my job today. I found a way to do my job. Where's my prize? Where's my present? I want to drive by graduation for getting work done today. 
As a matter of fact, every day when I get home, I want to drive by graduation out in front of my house. When I get home, I want trumpets to play, fireworks to sound off, and I want everybody in the neighborhood to say, oh, there he is, the hero of the day. He worked. He's amazing. He's great. Drive by graduation for Anthony. For a five-year-old. It's insane to me. It's absolute insanity. My father would be... <laughs> my dad didn't even go to my reg... Oh, I'm like choking on my spit. My father didn't even go to my regular graduation. Told you guys. I got home and my dad was like... <laughs> looked at the diploma. He's like, oh, Anthony Paziali. Class of 97. Isn't that nice? Literally. Looked right at it. Isn't that nice? I suppose I should congratulate you for something you were supposed to do. Then he went right into the speech that I've told you guys all about. Looked at it. Said, okay, here's the deal. If you join the military, you don't have to pay to live here. If you go to school, you don't have to pay to live here. If you work and get a job, you have to pay $100 a month. And then he said, kindly and nicely, or get the fuck out. Just like that. Plain and simple. And then he did it all to my other brothers. My brother Stan lived with my dad until my father died. Paid him rent ever since he was 18 years old. My brother Jesse, soon as he got out of school, moved home, paid my dad rent right up until he died. My brother Mike went to school, came home for like, I don't know, two or three months before he moved out, paid rent. There were no participation graduations. There were no drive-by graduations in the Paziali household. My father was raising men. Not snowflakes, not not cupcakes. Drive-by graduation, man. My father would be like, what? what? You think I'm, I gotta leave work for this? I'm happy, I love my daughter. So don't get it wrong, my, my daughter, she means everything to me. Honestly, she's the most important thing in my life. I don't love anybody. I, mean, I love myself. <laughs> yeah, I should probably write Anthony first, but I love my daughter so much. But it, it, I love her enough to be like, hey, this really isn't a big deal. With the ding. I'm so... Great, great job, press. So that's going to be happening. I got to check the time. We're running out of time. I'm sweating my ass off down here, guys. Drive-by graduation's happening. All right, moving on from that. Uh... All right, football. This is just a side note. I don't want to have a massive conversation about it. I just want to make people aware that it is something that people are talking about. So Fauci, the head doctor in the United States for the coronavirus pandemic, blah, 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 said today that there might not be football. And the reason that there might not be football is because football is the ultimate contact sport and it is a hotbed to spread the coronavirus. He said that for football to happen... They'd have to go bubble style, just like the other teams are doing. So what he's suggesting to the NFL is that each team takes its players, puts them in a facility, like a college campus type thing, and they stay there the entire time. They don't see their families. They don't go visit other people. Basically, you're going back to college, and you're going to work out all day long, and you're going to play sports. Now, I know there are some husbands out there that would think that's a pretty damn good idea. Send me back to college and back to the campus, and I don't have to see my wife and kids. But for these guys, it's not going to work. You're talking about uh, millionaires. You're talking about guys that have all the money in the world. 
they're not going to want to be confined to a dorm room. So I, I, I see that being difficult. But there is a chance that we might not see football, which would really suck because I would yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how Tom Brady does, and I want to see how the Patriots do. But I just wanted to toss that out there that Fauci is suggesting to the NFL that you either do bubble style or no NFL. Last topic of the night, and we got a little bit of time to talk about it, maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes. Cancel culture police. We talked about the cancel culture yesterday. It's day by day, it's getting more disgusting how people, I, I don't even know how to describe it, can cancel you because that's what it is. It's cancel culture. You can be canceled for anything. Right now in Swampscott, at, there's a restaurant bar called Mission on the Bay. It's in Swampscott. One of their, uh, they have selectmen. What, for those of you that don't know, when a town has selectmen, it's usually a board of three. It's an odd number. There's no mayor. The selectmen, they, 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 they lead by committee, I guess is the base way to say it. There's, there's no mayor. City councilman, there's a city council and then there's a mayor. So the selectmen, they have a, a select, they have a president, a selectman president that's kind of like the chief justice or something like that. So anyways, he is at a restaurant and he's eating and he's talking to some people that he knows about the riots and the looting. He says, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not quoting. He says, well, I'm not for this looting. He's like, I don't understand why they loot and why they terrorize, uh, why they're throwing bottles at police officers. Why, why, why is Black Lives Matter people vandalizing stuff? He says, I'm not for that. I'm not for the looting. He, it, it, and then he goes on to say that, you know, it really doesn't do the movement justice. It makes the movement look bad. It almost makes it look illegitimate because people are doing this. So the bartender overhears the comments, goes on Facebook, says he can't believe that the councilman or that the selectman said these things. Now here's, here's what happens. This is cancel culture police. They go out immediately and go bonkers. First thing, that the, the councilman calls the owner of the establishment, one of them is too, says, hey, when I'm at your restaurant, I should be able to have privacy and a, com and a confidential conversation with people without your employees going on Facebook talking about the things that I'm talking about in a personal conversation. They shouldn't be eavesdropping on me. Boom. Rightly so, the owner of the business fires the bartender. Goes to the bartender, you are fired because you're violating our customers' private space while they're at the restaurant. People want to come here, they want to be able to relax, they want to have a drink, and they want to say what they feel about things without some uh, political or without some cancel culture bitch standing over them, that jotting down every word they're saying and going, Oh, oh, how dare you say people can't, can't loot? You don't understand what looting is disgusting so he gets fired boom the second this dude gets fired move in the cancel culture police they go bonkers they go nuts on mission mission on the hill so bad so that the that the co-owner that that fired the kid has to kind of step down now the other owner steps up and says oh we're so sorry we apologize we, we shouldn't have fired him uh, oh people's privacy doesn't matter here it's you. If you come here, bro, you have no privacy. 
fuck you, you got nothing, we're so sorry. What really happened here is you got some snowflake punk ass waiter bartender. Bro, you're a fucking bartender. That The, the conversation should end there. You're a bartender, bud. You're a bot. Honestly, I have conversations with people and I'll end them right with what you do for a living. You'll come talking to me and you'll come with me in a petition. I'll go, what do you do for a living? I'm a bartender. I'll go, bro, bro, graduating, bro. You're a bartender. That's what you do for a living? You're a bartender? Get out of my face. Literally, get, get out of my face. Get out of here. Beat it. I'll end you right on that. I won't even engage in a conversation with you. What do you do? I'm a bot. You're a bartender. So you're a bartender snowflake that is now going to ruin this guy's fucking life because everybody is writing letters for him to step down and resign. And I'm telling you, he will. He's going to have to because the cancel culture police have stuck out their head and said, oh, you can't be against looting. Looting? How dare you be against looting? Looting is how African-Americans or white Amer- whoever... Uh, anybody in the Black Lives Matter movement, they loot to get their point across. How dare you? How dare you be against people smashing windows at businesses and stealing clothes and sneakers and setting banks on fire and burning down Wendy's? My God, you are a racist if you're against looting. That's how they express their feeling and their dis- their dis- disgruntledness, whatever the word is. So now... This guy's going to have to resign. It's going to ruin his political career. Next, the co-owner of Mission on the Bay is going to have to step down as co-owner. He's going to have to put out that stupid letter where he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry that I fired a kid for her. For her and that I love, I'm for Black Lives Matter. I'm so sorry. Looting's cool. Uh, why don't you guys come loot my restaurant? You should. I'll give you permission. Come on in and come steal some booze and... You know, smash some windows. I'm so sorry that I thought that that it, that people should have privacy at my restaurant. I'm a fucking bitch. And then the other co-owner will write his thing and, and damning everything the guy said. He'll he'll damn. Oh, how dare my partner say something like that? This is disgusting, awful. Where are the people with the balls? I I'm a business owner, right? I'll put my nuts on the table. I own a company. It's called Take Junk. I'll put my balls right on the table. I am against looting. I am against rioting. I am against you burning down somebody's business. I am against you vandalizing statues. I am against it. It takes away from your movement that I support. I support the Black Lives Matters movement. I want equality for everyone, but I don't believe the way you get it is by rioting, looting and putting other people's lives in danger. I don't think the way to do it is by freezing water bottles and chumming them at police officers. I don't believe in it. And if you don't want to use my business because that's how I feel, don't. I'm not going to apologize. There will be no letter for me saying that it makes the movement look foolish when you riot, when you put other people's lives in danger, when a 20-year-old walks up to a cop in Las Vegas and shoots him in the face because he is a cop. And it's Black Lives Matter. You lose. You just lose the whole point of your initiative. If Black Lives Matter, other lives matter. There, I've said it. Come cancel my business. Please. Please come. 
Make write a letter to the to whoever you write it to and come cancel my business because I won't change. I'll take the next step. I am against you kneeling for the national anthem. I am against you burning the flag or pissing on the flag. I am against it. There are other ways to protest, other things to do. If that means you're no longer going to listen to my program, don't. If that means you won't use my business, don't use my business. Come after me. Please, come after me so that I can show you a business owner with a big set of balls that'll put his balls right out there and right, I don't care, print. I'll get on the radio, TV, and I'll say it. Yep, I own a business and looting is wrong. Burning the flag, wrong. Kneeling during the national anthem, wrong. Wrong. You shouldn't do it. Second of all, if someone that works for me overhears a conversation while they're at work, and throws that person under the bus, terminated, on the spot, no apologies, yep, I fired them for fucking putting my client, the person that pays my bills, my customer, in bad light, bye, see you later, beat it, there, cancel culture, come get me, come get spazzing out, come get my podcast, come get take junk, come get my fucking real estate company, I'm not putting up with that shit, I support the movement, but I do not support violence. I don't. I do not support you shooting police officers for no reason. Throwing ice bottles at them. Burning down other people's businesses. I don't support it. I won't support it. And anybody that previously spoke out against it and then bitched out because the the, the, the culture, the cancel culture police, I don't, I'm not going to your business. I actually like Mission on the Hill or Mission on the Bay. Nice place to go. Good place. I ain't going there, bro. See you later. Two reasons why I won't go there. One, I can't have a conversation without your employees posting my shit on Facebook. Two, you're bitched out. You bitched out. I hope your place gets looted. I do. I hope your place, I hope rioters run through your fucking restaurant and tear it apart. While they're doing it, they spray Black Lives Matter all over it, and then I want to see what you say. I want to see you come out and be like, oh, I support Black Lives Matter. I get why they loot. They're just passionate. They're passionate people. Why your whole life just got decimated. It got ripped. You know what, bro? I'm going there. I'm going up there tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Tonight, I'm going up there with some spray paint. I'm going to loot your place in honor of Black Lives Matter. Let's see how you feel. Fucking pussy. All right. That's going to do it for the podcast. I, I get, I'm so sick of this political stuff. I'm done with it, man. I just want to stay on topic with the things that I care about. Ice cold water, cheese pizza, not driving my mother-in-law places, Box Springs Woods. But I have to get fired up about this stuff. I can't, I can't live anymore silently and sit back and watch people just get walked all over because they don't got a set of balls get walked all over because someone says, oh, you can't say that. You can't be white. You're, you're, you're white? Huh? Oh, you're a male? You're, wait a second. You're white and you're a male? My God. Cancel the white male. Cancel them. All white men. They, they, they're going to fucking kill us. Yeah, that's it. All white men, hang them. They're all racist. No, we're not. We're not. We just don't believe in violence. We don't want violence. I don't want you to break into people's stores. There are other ways to protest. And I, and I don't want you to kneel during the national anthem. And not, not because of the military. Because it's a beacon of hope, man. It's the reason that you get independence. It's those people 
Maybe it is military. Because you know what flag? You know what flag was waving high during the Civil War that, that gave emancipation to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. You know what flag. You know what anthem was being played? You know what anthem was being played. Fucking dickheads. All right. I got the podcast. is probably over. All right. All right, podcast peeps. Thank you so much. To be clear, because I have to clarify, because God forbid if I don't, I support the movement. Black Lives Matter. I support the movement. Please. I implore people to do it in a peaceful way. And then on the other side, I am begging, begging business owners and people to stick to what they believe. If you believe in something, have a set of balls. Be willing to lose business to stick up for what you believe in. Be willing to lose customers and have people be mad at you. All right. Thank you so much.